That's right, folks. Welcome to Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. You know it's a Thursday, so happy to have you here. <laughs> so happy to have you here, folks. Uh, welcome to Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. My name is uh, Stephen Craig. I am the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. And we got a lot to get to, so let's get to it. Um, man, probably still sorting out uh, Election Day, but in the meantime... Um, uh, we'll probably talk about that next week, but until then, um, this week we're, we're going to be talking about, uh, Kanye West and Kyrie Irving, two of the, <laughs> two of the more, uh, pathologically stupid people I, um, I do believe, uh, are, uh, in the media these days. And, you know, you, <clears throat> when it, I, I've, I'll talk about this in the column. I, I've certainly uh, said more than my fair share about Kanye West and generally just found him to be a stupid moron. I, I highly recommend if you get a chance, go uh, read my column called uh, The Tragic Fall of Kanye West. Um, it's certainly humorous, and uh, and I've always found him to just be a talentless buffoon. Um and of course, now he's you know, and, and I think a lot of people have felt that uh, Kanye was off the crazy train and quite some time ago. Um, but for quite some time, uh, you know, for for years now, uh, Kanye has been able to get away with the kind of nonsense that he perpetrates. Uh, you know, running up on stage and Grammy and yanking awards out of people's hands and. <laughs> He gets away with it because uh, he sells a lot of albums and then he um, has, uh, you know, he's sold, uh, has sold certainly a lot of merchandise through his uh, fashion line. Uh, And kudos to him for being a really wealthy man. But that doesn't make you intelligent or a good human being. And uh, he is ultimately proof of that. And and, um, as I said, up until this point, he's been sort of harmlessly stupid. Um, But of course, a little while back, he starts wearing white lives matter shirt you know uh shirts and uh and really uh, getting out on the crazy train going out on the tucker carlson show and of course his most recent uh visit to the tucker carlson show is what got him in trouble with uh, a number of anti-semitic comments uh suggesting that uh yeah essentially uh jews are to blame for just about everything going on in the world today uh and uh and so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that because, um, well, I'll get into that in a moment. But that was followed up. It's as if uh, it was like Kyrie Irving heard uh, what was Kanye West was doing and was like, "Hey, hey, hey! Don't let all that stu- don't let all, all that attention to stupid people go go missing on me." Hey, hey, hey. Uh, don't forget, I'm equally stupid. Uh, this is a guy who, of course. Um, Kyrie Irving, of course, uh, you know, in addition to listen, Kyrie Irving is one hell of a basketball player. Um, is super talented, uh, but uh, it makes you oftentimes wonder how he got through Duke. I know he didn't graduate, but uh, he did have to. And I, I listen, I know athletes certainly get uh, preferential treatment a lot of times in academic institutions. Uh, but it does make you wonder. This is a guy who is a flat earther, like genuinely believes the earth is flat despite, uh, oh, not only scientific evidence to the contrary, but basic laws of physics. Um, and uh, has also um, 
you know, lost millions and millions of dollars during the COVID epidemic because he refused to get vaccinated. And of course, uh, the state of New York, where um, where Brooklyn is, where he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, uh, he couldn't play any home games because uh, it was required to that he be vaccinated in order to participate in the sports within the state. Uh, and he gave up millions and millions of dollars in addition to causing his teammates a lot of uh, heartache and nonsense. So, um, but he too, uh, he recently uh, tweeted out um, a link to a film that suggests uh, in the documentary um, there are direct uh, suggestions that the Holocaust was not real. And of course, there are many of us who lost family members and have visited places like Auschwitz. And know that the Holocaust was very much real. I taught a Holocaust class. This is not. There is <clears throat> the amount of overwhelming evidence, um, you know. And, and so these conspiracy theories propagated by people like Alex Jones and other uh, complete nutbags um, can be really dangerous and can be uh, can have an overwhelming effect on society. But I draw a line in this week's column uh, between the two and. Um, and I think it's a really important one. Uh, I, certainly, we have gotten to the point um, in our society today of, um, of the ravaging of, of cancel culture. And I think that we, we need to be really careful about uh, taking away someone's right to make a living um, and holding, understanding who we hold up as a responsible opinion and who we don't. Um, and that's probably where we've gotten into this trouble in the first place, is we as a society have lost our way to be discerning in terms of our sources of information and our perspective. If you are looking at basketball players or you let your kids look at basketball players as anything other than basketball players, that's your mistake. Kyrie Irving, if you think that Kyrie Irving is a source of knowledge or information, if you go to tweets or go to documentaries that he lists on his website and think that that's a good source of information, you have, you have failed your duty as a citizen of being reasonably informed and having the ability to discern between fact and fiction. And that's, that's part of what has gotten us into this trouble taking away his ability he he still retains the ability to play <clears throat> basketball and that's where we should leave it we shouldn't be looking to Kyrie Irving or anybody else <clears throat> who is an entertainer or an athlete as sources of our information rather we should be looking at them and going wow what an amazing basketball player I don't look to my dentist for political opinions I don't and he's certainly spent a lot more time in school than Kyrie Irving did. God knows he spent more time in any school than Kanye West did. And so with that, I bring us to today's column, <laughs> O Ye of Little Faith. Sorry, it's a pun on Kanye West's name. I, I know that that's, uh, you know, it's a little, yeah, I know. So it's, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little bit of a bit like that joke pun. If there's one thing the last couple of weeks have reminded me of, it's that black people share our ability to say remarkably stupid and offensive things. Now, I'll stop right there and suggest that my girlfriend uh, warned me about that line. And I was like, if you, if you just listen to it, I, I'm simply saying that black people, like all of us, that stupidity does not have anything to do with our 
color. So t- tamp it down, everybody who's getting offended by that line. Before you get all offended, all I'm saying is is that there is stu- stupidity and ignorance have nothing to do with skin color. If that makes if somehow or another that offends you, that's that's on you. Sorry. I'll start again. If there's one thing the last couple of weeks have reminded me of, it's that black people share our ability to say remarkably stupid and offensive things. It's a fun it's funny, but after years of listening to the mental ramblings of Donald Trump and his mentally challenged MAGA loving supporters, I had begun to think that only white people were capable of saying shit so deeply troubling that one could merely shake their head in disbelief and hope for some redeeming salvation in the slow but inevitable mechanization of human evolution. But then Kanye West and Kyrie Irving came along and reminded me that ignorance knows no boundaries of race or ethnicity and that all of us have both the right and the capacity to vocalize that ignorance. Now, if you're a regular reader of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less, or you subscribe to our podcast, you know that I have made my living making fun of Kanye West's blatant stupidity and self-indulgent megalomania. Over the years, I have taken more than my fair share of pot shots at his outlandish claims and preposterous lack of talent, suggesting that Kanye has, quote-unquote, more issues than a morning confessional on The View, and that If Frost once suggested that free verse poetry was like playing tennis without a net, Kanye is playing without a racket. But all that was before Kanye truly went off the deep end. Oh, I know that Kanye has been swimming in the urine-laden shallow waters of the kiddie pool for quite some time now, but the past few weeks have seen him chug down a frothing glass of that potent mixture and swan dive head first only to split his head wide open on the concrete beneath. Yeah, I bet you that hurt, buddy, didn't it? His most recent verbal diarrhea occurred where else but Tucker Carlson's show, where just about any fucking crazy bat shit nonsense goes. But in any case, while he was there, he uttered a slew of profoundly troubling anti-Semitic attacks that caused many companies, like Adidas, to cut their ties with him. <clears throat> and in that regard, they have every right to do so. You see, Adidas is a privately held company, and if they believe that aligning themselves with a hate speech spewing egoist might just be detrimental to their brand, well, then they have every right to cut ties with him and go their separate ways. An endorsement deal, by its very definition, is a tacit sponsorship of what that individual connotes, an affiliation that attaches the viewpoints of the individual with the organization they endorse. When a corporation then opts to cut ties with an individual who they deem to no longer reflect their values as an organization, they are not canceling them. They are merely doing what they must do in order to best protect and serve their own best interest. And while I would never have wanted to hitch my wagon to the crazy train that is Kanye in the first place, It is certainly understandable if Adidas might want to distance themselves from someone who disparages a large swath of their potential customer demographic. But the story of Kyrie Irving has a somewhat different angle to it. This past week, the mercurial star of the Brooklyn Nets used his social media accounts to post a link for a troubling anti-Semitic documentary that claims the Holocaust never actually happened. Now, 
posts like this have become something of a common thread for the Duke alumnus who has routinely flown in the face of basic scientific scientific evidence by claiming that the Earth is flat and costing himself millions of dollars as he missed playing in games due to his refusal to get vaccinated for COVID. But Irving doubled down on the ignorance of his post by refusing to apologize despite outcries from the Jewish community. Finally, after pressure from outside groups, the NBA suspended Irving for at least five games, only then prompting Irving to begrudgingly offer an apology. And while that apology is utterly meaningless and that it only came in the wake of personal consequences, it is one he should not have been forced to give in the first place. And if you think that I've come down on two sides of the coin here between Kanye West and Kyrie Irving, listen up, because here's where the crucial distinction comes. Let's be clear. I am not suggesting that Irving should not have uttered the apology, only that he should not have been forced to. If it were up to me, Irving would would keep his misinformed mouth shut and play basketball. But regardless of whether or not I or anyone else agrees with him, Kyrie should maintain the right to vocalize his opinion without it impacting his gainful employment, as long as that job has nothing to do with the opinions he is sharing. He is not a spokesman for the NBA, and those that put any credence in the words or opinions of an athlete just because they are an athlete do so at their own peril. He is paid to play basketball, and as long as he does so with the requisite skill and effort that got him his massive contract to begin with, he should retain that ability, regardless of how ignorant or offensive his opinions may be. Preventing Irving from making his living playing basketball crosses that threshold of canceling that we need to stop being in the business of. The difference here lies in what the financial relationship is between the individual and the organization. In the wake of Irving's comments, Nike canceled its shoe deal with him. That is fair game because in that case, Nike was paying him to represent their company. But the NBA is not paying Irving for his endorsement. They are paying him to play basketball, and that hasn't been compromised. We don't have to respect Irving's opinions to appreciate his talents, and doing so does not mean that he needs to represent our values. Interestingly, a few years back, the NBA pushed out Los Angeles Clippers owner Ron Sterling after audio tapes surfaced of him making derogatory remarks about black players in the league. His His racist comments were particularly cringeworthy, coming from an embattled old bigot. Ironically, I'm guessing both Kyrie Irving and Kanye West applauded his removal since Sterling's comments were aimed at their shared black community. But protecting our right to espouse ignorant views doesn't just stop at our own doorstep. Free speech is never really free because it comes at the cost of protecting the people who offend you most. And trust me, no one offends me more than Kanye West. Now, before we go today, I wanted to take a second and talk about that Ron Sterling part of it because I I find that part of it really interesting as well because, of course, Ron Sterling, here we have a situation where Ron Sterling made some offensive comments about, uh, you know, he was uh, talking to his girlfriend at the time and 
telling her that he didn't want to see her with black athletes, etc., and and made some really offensive comments about black people. He got forced out as an owner. Kyrie Irving is serving five-game suspension. A five-game suspension, mind you, for defamation of, of Jewish people. Now, I want you to think about what would happen if a white player were to come out and say things like, slavery wasn't that big a deal and black people just need to get over it. Yeah, it wouldn't go well. It wouldn't be a five-game suspension. We can't be sitting here making our basement our, our judgments based on who the group is that's being offended. We can't base it but we can't base it off of how what we think of the person who's saying it. We have to have some sort of sense of consistency and fairness. Ron Sterling, now if you ask me, both Ron Sterling and Kyrie Irving should be allowed to have their stupid, ignorant points of view. Ron Sterling shouldn't have been removed as the owner of the Clippers. I think what he said is horrible. I think it's awful. I think it's just as awful and ignorant as what Kyrie Irving suggested. But I'm here to defend both. I'm here to defend their right to say ignorant things and still retain either their ownership of a company or their employment. Now, when it comes to endorsement deals, that's another whole thing altogether. You are, by definition, being held up as a role model, and you are representing that company. And if you suddenly fail to do so in a way that that company wants to be reflected, well, they have every right to end that endorsement deal. But to sit there and suggest that someone should be fired in a job that has nothing to do with their ignorant opinions, right? I don't think that my Dentist, my dentist might be a horrible racist. That doesn't mean they should lose their job as a dentist. It means that you should not listen to them about their political opinions or social social opinions. And that they should really not have many friends because who wants to hang out with a racist? There should be personal consequences, but not consequences for your employment. That's where we get to the point of canceling. Now, what I find interesting about the Ron Sterling versus Kyrie Irving thing is that there seems to be a the idea that Kyrie Irving got five games for refusing to apologize about sending out a tweet about denying the Holocaust. And I really have to think that if that part of that equation is that it's more okay, while not perfectly okay, that it's not necessarily nearly as heinous in our society to go after and make racist remarks about Jewish people as it is about, say, the, the black community. And because Kyrie Irving is black, saying it about Jewish people, as compared to Ron Sterling, who was white and saying it about black people, that the punishment was less severe. A five-game suspension. Kyrie Irving is going to come back and make millions and millions and millions of dollars as a basketball player. Now, I don't think he should have even gotten the five-game suspension. But the fact that there's one standard for Ron Sterling, who, as I said, lost ownership of his team permanently as compared to Ron Sterling. And what's really crazy to me is um, if you go out and, and Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving's teammate, <clears throat> basically came out and suggested that he thought that you know the, the Nets should have, shouldn't have done anything about it. 
But I wonder if Kevin Durant thought the same thing about Ron Sterling, right? He was okay. Like, essentially, Kevin Durant suggested, defended Kyrie. Not defended what he said, but basically was like, yeah, they shouldn't have done anything about it. They should have, you know, there shouldn't have been any consequences for Kyrie. But I'll bet you he thought that there should have been consequences for Ron Sterling. Either way, you're like the problem that we seem to have in all of these issues is consistency. We get super offended and pissed off when they're going after our tribe. But it's okay if people go after somebody else's tribe. In that case, you know what? It's just cancel culture. I think they both should have been protected. Not not personally, not on a personal level. People have every right to hate Kyrie. He's an asshole. What he said is deeply offensive. Same thing with Ron Sterling. He too is an asshole. And what he said was deeply offensive. But part of free speech is protecting the people, protecting the right of assholes to say offensive things even when we don't agree with it. That's the essence of free speech. All right, folks. Lesson on free speech over. Time to uh, time to wrap it up. Have a really, really great weekend. You know, you know who it's time for. Come on. It's my buddy John. All right, folks. My name's Stephen Craig. So glad you could join us for this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of, uh, of the column. Until then, folks, have a great rest of your week. My name's Stephen Craig. I'll be back here next week. Peace out, y'all.